Okay, everybody, what is going on? It's Bad Publicity Wednesdays. Um, we're here. This is, uh, I mean, it's a weird time right now for for uh, for the world as we're as we're getting into holidays. So these episodes could be a little more sporadic, as you can tell. Um, we have a blank box to to my side here. No Hollis. He's got some festive. He's got some festive <laughs> stuff coming, but um, we have a special episode tonight. So we decided to bring in uh, a special guest, Graham. How you doing? Great. How are you guys, man? Oh man, loving life. Excited, hey. dude. Ha- happy Thanksgiving, right? So it's, <laughs> the month, it's the month after Worlds, so you yep. got to retire all the tryhard stuff, and you got to bring out the jank. No doubt. Nice. Uh, so what what we are doing guys is we're going to talk about mostly to the new players out there hello new players um we would like to a long time ago we did uh um a couple episodes about what packs we feel new players should buy and we're going to kind of revisit that and that's um if you guys don't know graham uh we'll give him a moment to talk about himself but he has put together a wonderful buying guide um, and he kind of maintains that and keeps it up. But um, these are going to be our top three. Each one will have a top three. There may be overlap, so you might not get nine different packs. But um, these are the packs that we feel that you should buy kind of post-rotation um, right now. So, um, Graham, why don't you give us a, a little history of what you got going on? And you got some projects and, and some content creation happening. So so give us the yeah, lowdown. Yeah, dude. Alrighty, well, so uh, thanks for the introduction. My name is Graham. I live up in uh, Chicago, uh, so I'm in Central Time. So it's a leisurely uh, 10 p.m. right now, uh, which is great. Which is great. Um, I uh, first got into Netrunner Man in, in 2014, and uh, I was just playing casually for about a year and a half before I actually started like attending events. And and man, it just really picked up steam uh, for me since then. Uh, and then uh, earlier this past summer, I said, you know what? I love Netrunner. I love talking to people about Netrunner, and I love the Netrunner community. So I uh, decided to kind of take a leap and uh, start my own podcast, something I've never done before. Uh, and it's all about the the community side of Netrunner. So the, I think there's a lot of content already in the Netrunner community for uh, basically people who are really competitive or people who are really into the game and maybe know a whole lot of the cards in the card pool. So I would try to differentiate myself and I try to make content that is maybe a little bit more beginner friendly or at the very least doesn't require you to know every card and every pack. Uh, So uh, my podcast is called Shipment from Shiloh uh, because Shiloh is the Netrunner city that is Chicago to St. Louis like combined. I guess it's like basically the state of Illinois or whatever. It's one of those mega cities. Um, and then, uh, yeah, I, I, we try to read off like the cards that we're discussing. So if you don't know every card, you can still kind of get in on the discussion. And then I just try to showcase a lot of different ways that people enjoy the game. So sometimes it's like, what prep did you do for we- regionals? And what did you think the meta was going to be like? And sometimes it's like, what is this weird Jemison government takeover jank deck that you got going on? You know, uh, I think Netrunner is a really great game and it can appeal to a lot of different people. So I just try to showcase that as much as I can. Uh, so I'm about 11 episodes in on my podcast right now. 
Uh, I've been really active in uh, the online Cash Refresh community, so I've been streaming a bunch of those videos. Uh, Stimhack has had like an online league a couple times now, and so I've done a bit of that. And uh, then I've uh, been maintaining this buying guide. Yeah, you brought up a minute ago. Yeah. Uh, I I first drafted that up in like the spring of this year, and I've been giving it to the guys in my local meta, and they have just loved it. They've really appreciated the guidance because you know as an lcg netrun is really cool you know what you're going to buy like you know what cards are in the pack but if you bought your corset or maybe you bought two and now you're like okay what's next well here's 50 expansions yeah, well, you don't yeah. want to you don't want to read through the cards that are in 50 expansions man mm-hmm. so right. uh just giving people a place to start i think is really helpful mm-hmm. and when you're new at the game you can read a card and be like uh i don't really get why this is good you know so having someone else say like no like clot is really effective against these kinds of strategies uh and and so that's why you should pick up the valley or whatever Uh, i think that's a really useful tool for new people too so um so yeah i'm i'm trying to keep up with it i update it about every cycle Uh, obviously a lot of changes this fall with all the revised core rotation and stuff so uh, so yeah, man, it's it's a new era for Netrunner, and I think it's a great time to do a video about what to buy. Exactly, man. We are nice. on the same page here. Um, oh. So, um, <laughs> just for all that being said, um, it won't happen now, so those people that are jumping in and watching this on the live stream, um, it's going to be really hard, and I know you, you know, his... His stuff is recorded, so stay with us. But after this video, you know, check back later on. I'll, I'll throw some links up in the description where we can link over to his uh, uh, Chilo audio cast. And um, I'll try and find uh, the best link to put up. I, I think you – do you maintain it on Board Game Geek is where? Yeah, because that was the easiest way to just upload a PDF. And yeah. I was like, a lot, a lot of people in Netrunner are going to have board game geek accounts. So Yeah, so yeah. I'm going to – I'll tuck that down in the description so you guys can, can find that stuff lickety split um but that'll be that'll be lighter i do that in the post we call that that's right we call that the post Graham. i know you're new to the podcasting world wow that's the post edit man dude that's some cool lingo there man (laughs) uh alec what's going on with you man hey man i'm just loving netrunner uh jankmas is upon us and uh, nearly upon us and uh it's been a fun time just scoring takeovers all day long that's what i do these days man i just uh i get an atlas uh out on the table and then i'm like cool where's the couriers at let's do this and then uh six points later it's just the best you play against these leelas that set up three hqis and three gang signs and you're like buddy i'm only scoring two agendas atlas and the win. That's it. It's great. So I'm having a great time with that. Nice. <laughs> That's awesome, man. That's awesome. All right. So um, this is a, yeah, awesome time to talk about Netrunners. We get into the holiday season. Um, we are going to go with a couple assumptions. Um, we are assuming that uh, you, A, have the extra cash to just kind of pick all this stuff up right now. Um, and B, that you already have the core set. Um I don't even know if multiples are needed. Um, depends. I, I don't know. For probably for from my list, probably not. If if you're gonna try it out, I'll, I'll be giving some some kind of packs that I feel 
are, are good, but they won't be the, the most top tier competitive. It's just what I have uh, a good time with. Um, but if you have three cores, that's probably um, your best start if you're going to go competitively. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, you guys can talk about y- your list as as you see fit. Um, mm-hmm. So intros, uh, guys. If this is if this is your first video here, uh, welcome, welcome to the new players. Uh, welcome to bad publicity. Feel free to jump around and check out all our other stuff. Like, subscribe, so you know when this stuff is coming out. Um, mm-hmm. We appreciate that. But from so my list will be kind of comprised of my play style is very. Uh, I like the fun of the build. I'm, I'm, I just mm. like deck building. I like the challenge. I like playing things that aren't um, the most popular. And usually, I'm not playing a super tier one competitive deck. Um, mm. So, uh, Alec, do you want to talk about your play style, uh, which is probably the exact yeah. opposite of what I just said? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I wouldn't consider myself a very competitive person. I've always had a soft spot for Wayland in my heart, and obviously mm. that comes with some competitive sacrifices uh, in the name of fun. Uh, sure. But you get awesome moments out of that uh, that faction, and the Wayland archetypes are numerous and exciting, and so I tend to bounce around that over time. And then my allegiances runner side really vary. I think... I started very shapery i moved very criminal now that criminals kind of on the ropes and not very exciting i'm playing a ton of anarch so mm-hmm. uh i'm not very tied to one action but today i'll be talking about primarily picks that support wayland and picks that support anarchs just because that's the kind of deck that i've been playing in the last couple of weeks and it just suits my play style of whatever's fun <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, so I really like, uh, playing cards that don't see a lot of play, but putting them into decks where you can actually like win games with them. So I like that puzzle of deck building, which is kind of what you were talking about, Chris. Um, so, uh, you know, in terms of, of picks that I have, I am going to be picking data packs that I think are going to complement with the core set really well or if you only have maybe a half dozen data packs like i'm gonna try to pick stuff that's gonna give you a really well-rounded collection um because then you get to try a bunch of different stuff uh there's a lot of cards out there that are really good for like a specific deck i'm gonna give an example a card called tech trader which whenever you use a trash can ability to trash one of your cards you get a credit well that's really good in another deck uh, called Geist is the ID, and if you uh, use a trash can ability, you draw a card. Synergy, right? They come in two different data packs. If you want to play Geist, you need to buy the Tech Trader data pack, like right now. Like, stop watching this video and go buy it, right? <laughs> <laughs> but really good. Uh, but otherwise, like, you're not really ever going to use it. So the stock mm. for a data pack uh, like that maybe falls uh, a lot. So. Uh, that's kind of my mentality when I'm picking this stuff. And then uh, in terms of just what I like to play, like I like to try everything, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, I started out really big into criminal because I love these high-impact events. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I was really good at losing as criminal. Mm-hmm. So I got yeah. once I got tired of that, then I like <laughs> tried to switch gears a little bit. And um, I don't know. I... I uh, I gotta say, my favorite runner ID has got to be Adam, and I know that there's some Adam love 
hey. from publicity here. So this uh, guy. <laughs> I mean, it turns out that that when the directors are forcing you to do what you should be doing anyway, that sometimes you you luck out and you win some games, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Uh, I, I sure. knew there was a reason you're here. See, <laughs> see, you just got those vibes, man. Yeah. You just got those vibes, man. He's already a winner. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that's awesome. Nice. So let's uh, let's get into it. Um, mm. I'm gonna go first in case my thunder gets gets stolen. Um, uh oh, I feel I feel it. I got competitive. So um, <laughs> nice. A long time ago, I started off my top three with a big box. I I mm. am going to again uh, start off with a big box. Oh, uh, mm. I should say. Guys, that we do have, we have restricted our this list to one big box and then two regular packs, not including mm-hmm. the um, the world's decks. So, mm-hmm. my number three pack is Data and Destiny. Um, obviously, really? for anybody who watches, but I do have reasons behind that. Um, <laughs> and and there is a master plan. So, um, mm. what I feel you're getting with Data and Destiny. Is if you are, if you've picked up the core set, you have a good chunk of runners and you have a good chunk of corporations in there. But what um, this is going to give you is three more unique IDs that you will be able to get nowhere else. Um, and I just think that these IDs are just so different in how each one of them runs compared to any other. Um, ID that's out there. Now, keep in mind, um, these are not the most competitive. They all have their cult followings. These are like, these are like Bruce Campbell movies. Each one of them is just incredibly awesome, but they're never going to be the the star power that, uh, that we've seen right now. Um, there, this cult following of, of Adam and, um, I mean, we saw Sonny do do well at Worlds, so um, mm-hmm. th- there's there's hope there. But um, we we don't know what's coming for them. We know that they're still going to be supported, um, but I just really really think that it's it's so cool to have these uh, these different styles of, of play. And from someone who just loves building decks and and working the puzzles out, um, mm. th- these are very challenging to to, to play and. And will give you endless, endless hours of, of, of fun on top of that. Um, I'm not going to get into each one of them because they're all uh, they're all so different. And basically, you kind of need all of the cards that come with each one of those mini factions uh, yeah. to flush it out because of the. Um, influence stuff so i mean all of the cards are are good for each person uh my favorite is adam again i love the fact i love the directive play um i just think that's so very interesting on the flip side of things what you're getting from a corporation here is the exact opposite of what you got from the runner you're getting a lot of good top tier cards for a um top tier faction right now still i mean nbn has been still strong throughout um you know the last couple years the last couple packs and you're getting a good flush of of cards for this faction plus you're getting three more different nbn um corporation identities so you know 
it's this is going to be able to if you're a fan of of what NBA is going to NBN is going to bring to the table. Um, you're flushing out more of an agenda suite, an ice suite for them, and and some cool operations. Um, yeah, I just think that this is a good starter pack for anyone who likes um, to tackle that uh, that deck building stuff. And on one side, and then you're at least going to be able to build yourself a strong corporation. That's that's uh, mm-hmm. that will keep you afloat in tournament play. So, yeah. Data and Destiny is my number three. Uh, do you guys have anything, uh, any comments on that, or is this uh, a pick that we might see later on in your in your list? Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, I I think it's a cool choice because, um, you know, when when I talked to uh, Damon, I interviewed him in one of my episodes, and I said, you know, I thought out of the original core set, I thought Jinteki might be the the worst faction just in terms of like playability, like how easy it is to pick up what this faction is doing. And he disagreed. And he said, no, I think NBN is the worst. Uh, and that's because you have a couple different ways to tag in the core set. And that's really what NBN is all about as a faction, but you don't have a lot of great tools. You don't have a lot of great ice for them. Uh, and so when you pick up data and destiny, you, again, you get the opposite right? Like you are getting so many good pieces of ice. You get three really strong IDs. I love all three of those NBN IDs. Mm. Um, I think they open up some interesting play styles. Uh, so, you know, yeah, I, I think if you want to shore up the NBN side of uh, your collection, like absolutely data and destiny mm. is the way to go. I think it's also worth mentioning that you get two extremely standout neutral cards that are useful across the mm-hmm. board in Global Food Initiative and Employee Strike. Mm. Those two cards, they're mm. on the restricted list for a reason, right? <laughs> they're so good and so ubiquitously useful that to have them in your collection with a corset environment, you mm-hmm. all of a sudden have a really potent agenda. And all of a sudden you have a really dope current. And for those cards to show up, they'll make an impact in basically any game that they occur in, and now you've got them. So for that reason alone, I think Data Destiny is a pretty solid pick, because they're pretty good cards. Yeah. Pretty good cards. Mm -hmm. Yep. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, cool. I mean, so that yeah, that's all I have to say. And you were right about the the variety of of NBNs, right? You're even getting that uh, w- with Sync, where it's got that cool like flip uh, ability. Yeah. So you're getting a good variety in there, and and you'll be able to extend uh, the the life of uh, of your core um, and, and take you places. Yeah. Uh, so that's my number three. Uh, and thanks for helping solidify that in the fryer there fellas who'd like to go next <laughs> who's got their 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 pick on the block alec you you got something sure i'll i'll take up to bet uh i want to tell you guys about what i think was the most iconic and excellent pack Ooh. of the most recent cycle the red sand cycle and to me that was undoubtedly blood and water mm. blood and water has some of my favorite cards of this cycle and just for me really drove home some of the themes and power cards that we saw come out in the last couple of months. I mean, to top it off, Alice Merchant, this incredible ID that puts pressure on the corp in mm-hmm. ways that they aren't anticipating. I still don't think people really respect this ID and we've seen it perform on camera uh, multiple times and I love it because uh, it's just funky and, and awesome. 
some other standouts from this pack. I think pretty much all the runner cards here have like interesting niche uses. I don't know if any of the rest of them are necessarily tier one, but they've all got cool archetypes. Like there was yeah. a short period of time where I was running an Arivwa Snitch Daredevil Leela deck. Ooh. Like how Ooh. awesome is that? Right? That was just so, so memorable. Um, you flip over to the corpse side, and apart from the NBN cards, which I should have prefaced earlier, I don't really care at all about NBN, so I'm going to ignore their cards. Uh, but for all the other corpse, let me tell you, this pack is a real winner. Uh, the NBN, or, excuse me, the uh, H, uh, HB cards are baller, right? Warren, oh. Trekker, and Loki. Holy cow, those cards make a statement when they show up. Seriously. Uh, Jinteki, I don't know if there is a better card to come out of this last cycle for Jinteki than Obokata Protocol. Okay. That thing is yeah. a monster, and it just sets the pace for the whole game. You want Glacier Jinteki, you want P.E. Jinteki, whatever it is, put Obokata mm-hmm. in there, you got it made. It, it's pretty incredible. Miraju, I also think, is a pretty unsung hero kind of card. Like I've been seeing Miraju all over the place, and it's pretty phenomenal. Uh, it's just a real pain for the runner and stops a lot of shenanigans, particularly indexing, which is getting even more popular these days. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just to round it off, I think Whalen gets some cool cards. They aren't necessarily the best cards of the cycle for Whalen's, but they're some of the most iconic, particularly yeah. for me. Uh, I just love Standoff as a concept. Uh, it's just mm-hmm. absurd fun, the like mini game within the game. <laughs> uh, that card is so crazy. And then the neutrals are solid too. Wempoa, of course, like some people are annoyed by it, but it presents valid recursion options. And then mass commercialization for a guy like me, who's a Wayland player who just wants to advance things, mass commercialization does the job. So, yeah. all yes. in all, yeah, I, I'm glad. I'm so glad to see it come on your list because um, spoilers, <laughs> I I couldn't fit it on my list, but I I wrestled with it. Basically, yeah. just to see if I could get um, Obakata in there, on, like somewhere in my buyer side, uh, uh, because I, I am I, I am uh, um, playing heavy, heavy Jinteki right now. That's that's where mm-hmm. I'm. You know, I'm I'm playing Adam and I'm playing Jinteki, and and Obakata was the reason that I I ran and picked this pack up as soon as it was for sale. Oh yeah, um, so it's it's so amazingly good. Um, mm-hmm. I got to add in here too, Alec, that um, there's two cards in here that really help with agenda flood, meaning when your hand is full of agendas. So not only is your hand really vulnerable, but you also don't have anything else that can help you like do things because they're not money cards, they're agendas. Uh, mm-hmm. So you've got Miraju, which you can always put on HQ and then it uh, basically gives you a, like a free, yeah, we're going to shuffle this little five for three back in the deck so you don't hit right. that. Uh, yeah, yeah. And then it also comes with Wampoa, which is a, a nice little way to, oh, we're going to take this five for three and we're going to put it on the bottom of my deck. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and I, yeah. I also got to say, Alec, you, you know, you didn't bring up the NBN stuff, but I think one of the hard parts of <laughs> building corp uh, decks when your collection's really small is trying to find your agenda suite. Mm, and sorry. this, this uh, pack has uh, a five for three and a four for two for NBN. So, yeah. You know, at the very least, you're not stuck maybe doing priority requisition or uh, <laughs> private security force if you pick yeah. this guy up. So. The other thing, speaking of agendas, that I think is worth pointing out is that 
when we did our corset run through, we pointed out that each faction in the corset got a three advancement, two point agenda. Yep. And lo and behold, here shipment from Tenen has really set the pace. Hey. I think for scoring out set agendas from hand. There so less influence, cool things, forcing the mm-hmm. runner to run. It's a cool card, and and yeah. I think it's been useful for corporations to get those agendas out quickly. So yeah. Also, Mal. Maui is super cool with Gabriel yeah. Santiago. Oh, uh, yeah. The console that makes it totally. cheaper for you to run an HQ, and then you get your little rebate from Gabe. So, so that's yeah. a good combo. And for a criminal, like there aren't a huge number of criminals that need a lot of MU, but if you need two MU, like there's a solution for you. It's you Maui. So, Magnum Opus yeah. Criminal, watch out. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so that's my uh, number three. Cool, cool. Well, gosh, you guys. Uh, so, so a little bit behind the curtain here. I have seven mm. that I'm trying to narrow down to three right now. Yeah. Uh, well, for those uh, who have not seen your list, it, it's extremely impressive when you guys get to take a look at it. Uh, we, we, you've got a breakdown by corporation, runner, and each faction for. Yes each of their preferences. So you've put a lot of thought into this and I can respect the challenge now of us telling you to take this amount of complexity that you've made of breaking things down and simplifying it to just three. Sure. Sure. Um, Well, give us your best shot. I will. I will. So uh, something that's going to help me narrow it down. uh, And if you're new, you might not know that much about it, but uh, in Netrunner, there's a thing called rotation. We just hit our first rotation this fall, and basically it means that uh, old cards will eventually cycle out of tournament legality. So when you buy a pack, uh, it usually has about a four-year-ish tournament life. Obviously, you can use them uh, around the kitchen table as much as you want. So uh, that said, I'm going to focus on newer packs so that you feel like you get the most bang for your buck. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, I'm going to start off with, um, oh man, this is supposed to be my number three, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh gosh. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to steal the, the big box right now and I'm going to go with terminal directive. Um, yes. and, uh, terminal directive is, uh, basically a big box. It's technically called a campaign expansion. Uh, that means it costs $10 more. And then there's a two person campaign that you can play. It's supposed to emulate, a legacy game experience, if you're familiar with uh, Risk Legacy. Like my choice of words there. <laughs> I, I just like the fact that you're like, so this it's called a campaign expansion, which basically means it costs you $10 more. <laughs> like, and the so, box that you could fit a baby inside. Yeah, so oh, my God. That, that's what it means. That's what those words mean. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, but anyway, a normal big box, a uh, normal deluxe expansion has one runner and one corp. Uh, and this box has two runners and two corps. So one of the reasons why I like it is if you're building up a collection and you just get more diversity of faction, more diversity of options. Um, there's a ton of cards in here. It's got Criminal and Shaper on the runner side uh, with an ID for each, and then it's got HB and Wayland on the corpse side. Um, and, you know, not every, bo- every card in this box is going to be like tournament level but in terms of like playability i really feel like uh the power level is about right for most of these cards you know you sometimes you look at some of the older 
uh, packs or deluxe boxes, and sometimes you pull out a card and you're like, Searchlight, why does this exist? This is <laughs> never something I want, you know? But but for the most part, they really hit the money on this. Um, so uh, I really like the Shaper ID in uh, Ayla Bios. Uh, she lets you, at the start of the game, you look at the top couple cards of your deck, and then you get to store four of them and put them off to the side. And and then uh, you shuffle up your deck and you draw your hand and stuff. So then at any time during the game, you can spend a click and instead of drawing a card off the top of your deck, you get to choose one of those four cards that you have set aside. Uh, so you get a little bit of this toolbox uh, way to build a deck. And I really like that for Shaper in particular because that's kind of what they're all about, right? Like you have these, uh, you can have lots of these one of tools. And uh, if you are going against an asset deck, then you got your scrubber. And if you're going against um, uh, a glacier deck, you can store your stim hack up there. Uh, you can do lots of really cool stuff. So um, I I feel like a lot of these cards are just very generally useful. Uh, a secret card in here is deep data mining. Like that's mm. probably the best multi-access card in the game right now. It's, it's just really it's just really hard to like build around. Mm-hmm. Uh, you get to access cards based on your memory, so it would be really cool if you bought like a like the revised core set and you had a way to get more memory. Oh wait, you do because Chaos Theory is the ID for the revised uh, core set, right? So yeah, and then what if you had a program in here that let you host other programs and they didn't take up memory, so your deep data mining worked? Oh, you do, Deg Deer, right? It's like they all work together. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so, <laughs> nice. so obviously, I, I really like the shaper selection there. Steve is a cool alt Gabe, where you're mm-hmm. making runs on HQ, but you're getting back a card in like a strange recursion thing, where your opponent gets to choose what card you get back, and it creates a really fun dynamic to play with, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you get uh, some uh, criminal programs that might be a little bit more like better suited for. Uh, breaking things like revised core comes with peacock which breaks enigma for four which is terrible oh. <laughs> and then uh <laughs> yeah your your options for breaking uh high strength centuries are like fem like it costs fem like seven credits to break through an ichi mm. what is that so so yeah. at least you get uh some more options for for breaking there out of criminal mm-hmm. um and then on the uh the corpse side uh, the HB identity I don't think has really been cracked yet it's kind of like a recursion thing where if they click through like Byroids or if they lose a click during a run uh, you get a card back from your discard on top of your deck that's okay um, but elective upgrade is a hella good 5-3 mm-hmm. uh, and scoring out an elective upgrade in and of itself can be a turning point for a game so again you know, when you only have a core set, you don't necessarily have a lot of agendas. And so, you know, I think Elective Upgrade is should be like the go-to HB identity or HB agenda uh, outside of, you know, Project Vitruvius, which is a three for two and maybe Global Food if it's your restricted card. So mm-hmm. uh, and then just get some good money cards for for both sides of the table. Um, and, oh, and then actually, most importantly, I don't I didn't. In all my searching, I never found another uh, purchase that gave you so many good Wayland cards all in one mm. spot. Like, you really have to pick and choose them if you're shopping from data packs. Mm. But this just gives you, like, 
three really good ice and a great defensive upgrade and you get some uh cool uh flavor things from um armored servers and illicit sales to illegal arms factory mm. uh and uh so yeah hunter seeker is a defining faction card i'd say <laughs> yeah. uh it's pretty I, I use it all the time, not even in Scorpios, where you have to remove the card that you trash from the game with Hunter Seeker. I use it all the time in basically any kind of rush deck, um, which yeah. Wayland is very good at. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. this is all around good. Just pick it up. Just go buy it. Nice. It's good. Yeah. Cool. I dig it, man. Uh, yeah, and there's some really solid economy cards in here as well, like Maryland Campaign, IPO. Put those in any corp deck. And you're just set. Like, yeah. On top of the core set economy options, those are just icing on top of that economy cake. And yeah. you're golden. Yeah, definitely. Good. Uh, all right, Chris, we're sending it back to you, man. All right, guys. Uh, so I think that was a great, uh, great pick. Um, one thing that. Uh, I think you can also mention too is obviously Terminal Directive. Uh, you know, has that second uh, uh, that campaign to play through. Um, mm-hmm. So that that is uh, again stretching your dollar value out. Uh, play through that. Mm-hmm. Um, so my number two. This is where things get a little hairy. Uh, <laughs> I, I have my big All box, right. and I have my. Um, <laughs> I have my top pick for for pack, mm. but this one here is kind of like a middle ground that kind of bridges the two, and this is why I did it in the order I I did it. Um, uh. This is a safety pick, and and this is twenty three seconds. Um, Ooh, uh-huh. so this is a, the reason why um, I picked twenty three seconds um, is because it synergizes partly with my other pick um so Mm. what you're getting here is basically um solid corporation stuff um you're getting Mm. the one of the top ids in the game with the Mm -hmm. nbn controlling the message and that's going to play off the other uh, the one half of that that box that i was just telling you about data and destiny that is all um nbn for the corporation so now you have the top uh, id you have a very solid and and fold out uh, nbn pool of cards to kind of play with um and and explore um and i think that's a great way to to kind of start and get into the game um having one side of your um you know, deck box really, really strong. And then the other side, you, you know, you can experiment and play with. So you, so you're not, you know, you can still be competitive and still, still feel like you're moving forward in, um, you know, in, in tournaments rather than just kind of coming. And, and I mean, if you love to play for fun, then obviously a, any pack is, is good, but um, you know, you, it, it's some kinds new players can get a little down on themselves if they're constantly showing up to tournaments and both your runner and corporation deck aren't as strong and you're kind of constantly just that bottom of the barrel. Uh, this is, this is going to be able to give you a little bit of a, of a fighting chance. You know, you might have a, a strong right 
and you know and uh, <laughs> kind of like a weak a weak follow-up uppercut but um uh yeah. nbn mm-hmm. controlling the message is going to set the bar very very nicely for you um also mm-hmm. in this pack you're also getting hard-hitting news um it's, I think it's actually the bigger deal of the two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the defining card for NBN. Uh, really so good. That's that's something that is, is incredibly crazy. Um, this is dropping four tags on a runner. Um, really, really insane um, card. And we've seen this, you know, from last Worlds a couple years ago to to this world is to competitive play all over. This is a card that's not mm-hmm. going away. So, so you're pretty much future proofing your deck or your, or your collection, adding this in, um, some mm-hmm. other, some other highlights here. Um, as an added bonus, you're getting a new runner ID in this pack for Anarch. You're getting uh, null. Uh, he's, he's a kind of a, a cool way to flush that stuff out. If you wanted mm-hmm. to experiment with something different other than, uh, Reyna in the core, um, you have Sandberg, which is a really kind of cool asset that uh, we see some of these bigger MBN, or sorry, HB um, builds happen. Um, mm-hmm. Then uh, other than that, you're getting, you know, just some interesting runner cards. You're, you're getting a, a, a current for, for Sunny. So you have some synergy again with mm. with with my big box that i picked uh, um, and you have see what you're doing and you have deuces wild which is a you know a pretty cool neutral um mm-hmm. and uh in, you know in, injection attack is okay the the rest of this the you know there's everything else is kind of there but um like i say mostly mm. the synergy was giving you hard-hitting news um uh, and controlling the message to, to really flush out your your nbn suite um, that's mm-hmm. I, I felt that as much as like I said I'm I'm really wish that I could piece something um, I, I'm more of a Jinteki at the moment I think that this mm-hmm. you, I, I didn't want to ignore the the synergy that I that I could pull with that and I, I think it'd be a good investment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you said you said you're really big on Jinteki right now. Chrysalis is uh, actually a, a pretty cool piece of ice. Yeah, it's, I mean, they're, they're funky, mm-hmm. but I, I, I mean, I, I think the, the cards in this pack for Jinteki are, are cool to play with, but oh, I, yeah, I, they're just, yeah. yeah they're, they're, I they're love Georgia, super, man. They're not super standout, but... Oh, they're solid. They're really cool. <laughs> Dude, I put Chrysalis all over the place. I put that in Scorpios. <laughs> like, I'll, I'll yeah. put it in anything, man. Chrysalis is always good. Yeah, the other point I want to make... It's, it's an interesting for a different style, like expanding um, mm-hmm. an expanding mechanic, all right? So you're seeing something right. cool, like something went accessed from R&D um, there. So, mm-hmm. so it's really cool. Uh, I mean, the other one, too, is that I know you're going to lead into this. Um, since we're on Jinteki... I really like stock buyback in Chinteki. Um I play this. I love that. I play the. I love I, you know, I used to play the the, the PE style of uh, you know all the one pointers as much as you can. So I'd kind of let them take all these things and just stock buyback and make all this money. And, but that was in the age of uh, account siphon, so that was like my siphon recovery too, because it mm. only cost me a a, a mm. credit to bounce back up to that. But it's a uh, it, stock buyback is 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 an interesting card and enables a different style of play. <laughs> yeah, it's cool. Nice. Alec, what were you going to say? I was just going to point out that 
I think there's an interesting theme on the runner side here. If you're a newer player and you're finding yourself kind of nervous to run, not really really sure when to face check, like what is a Mm. good face check, what's appropriate, because you don't really know all the ice in the game, you've got GPI NetTap and Deuces Wild presenting really solid options for giving you information about ice. Particularly Deuces, I think, is the bigger deal here, because exposing that ice and making a run can be a huge amount of value and give you a huge amount of information and flexibility when figuring out how to approach the corporation yeah, so for that alone player yeah i think yeah. it's fantastic i put deuces on a lot of my decks just because it's got draw two on it and it's like so hard sure. to find cards that give you a little bit of draw sometimes yeah yeah absolutely i, I like hernando cortez in uh corset mm-hmm. reina you know there you uh, go in, increase, the, increase the res cost a little bit nice yeah uh and then of course null works with the fixies that you get in the corset too right the fixed mm-hmm. strength breakers so mm-hmm. that's good man so that's a good pack. Good, good pick. Good pick. <laughs> well, well done. Well done. Thank you. All right, Alec, what you got for number two? All right. Well, this should not be any surprise at all. I've basically set it up from uh, minute one of this cast. What have I been playing right now? Wayland and Anarch. So my number two choice can yeah. only be Order and Chaos. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> When this box came out, I was feeling the hurt on Wayland up until this point. I was like, where's their cool stuff? Like, come on, man, hit me with the cool things. I was riding the high of Blue Sun for a while, but I was like, I need that little extra shot in the arm. Mm -hmm. And this box did it for me. Uh, I was really happy to get some really cool IDs uh, and some nice little tech pieces. I know that there is a fair amount of... uh, sort of so-so stuff in here, but I think if you're on a budget and you want to have a suite of cool synergistic cards for both Runner and Corp, I think this box is a solid pick if these factions appeal to you, which they do for me. Um, I think basically all the IDs in this box are still relevant. Um, They kind of fade in and out of competitive uh, relativeness, but on the whole, I think they all offer really cool possibilities. Um, Particularly, I want to highlight Titan and the fact that now Project Atlas is in the core set. That marriage is just unbelievably good. Mm. And y- you get that synergy, and it's just so golden, right? Remember when we were all like so afraid for Atlas to cycle out? We're like, Titan yeah. should be unplayable. We'll right. never see that idea again. Like, what's their card then? Because that is their card. And, that is and their it's, card. It's, still in the game so yeah. that's fantastic i think gagarin really appeals to a lot of people and that kind of horizontal thing and argus is uh, the same sort of thrill as pe but you can also do wayland things uh which right. is also exciting right um government takeover i mentioned it at the top i think it's one of the most iconic wayland cards and mm-hmm. just like this amazing uh risk reward of you have this game ending card in the deck and whoever finds it first basically always <laughs> wins which is just like the most netrunnery thing ever yeah that's um cool. i want to highlight orion as being a uh, uh, cool god ice uh and wormhole as being one of the best wayland cards uh in my opinion um on the runner side i think all three NRKDs are fantastic mm-hmm. and offer you really cool options um, for really pressuring the corporation in different ways. I think cards like I've Had Worse and Day Job 
uh, the suite of fork, knife, and spoon, uh, plus eater. It's just, it's so anarch. It's so iconic. It's so fundamental now, I think, to their suite of options um, that to like anarch and not have these cards is a crime. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, and so I really give this box a look for the cool options that it presents all the anarchs. Yeah, um, I, I think you hit yeah. the the nail on the head there. You, you, you know, so the Wayland IDs, I mean, they kind of ebb and flow. Um, mm. You know, they're in, they're out, they're in, they're out, but they, it, it 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 changes as the tides. But but these um, Anarch IDs are just, you know, they've been around. Like mm. you, you you're seeing the the power, like Valencia. Um, you, you still saw her this world. You saw her like last world. Uh, mm-hmm. Max is always, you know, a, a fan favorite. She's not yeah. really going anywhere. Uh, what mm-hmm. she does, and, and Edward Kim's starting to pick up some some speed now. Uh, so mm-hmm. he's got Link, and so many corporations these days are relying on operations that that hammer is swinging a lot more often than it's not. It's pretty phenomenal. Yeah. It's pretty fun as Edward Kim when uh, maybe you've played one of these great cutlery cards and you you kill the ice that's on R&D, so now it's it's naked, so you're like, all right, cool. First click, we're going to knifed. We see the top card. It's an operation. Trash it. Next mm-hmm. card, it's got a trash cost. Trash it. Next card, mm-hmm. agenda. Steal it. It's like, I don't even need media, man. I'm Edward Kim. I'm just going to yeah. hammer through everything you got. He's the man. So, so good. <laughs> So I, I think it's super solid. The other card, the last card I want to highlight, because I think it is such a kind of uh, helpful uh, tech option if you're running against a lot of viruses, the Cyberdex Virus Suite mm, yeah. is so useful in so many contexts. Mm-hmm. It's it's that card that when you start to learn about metagame and what's really popular on the runner side and what you expect to see, if there's a significant amount of viruses that you expect, like put one or two virus suites in and you're probably going to be better off uh, mm-hmm. than not. Mm-hmm. And then uh, there's, there's two points that I'd like to make that there's my mm-hmm. Wayland weakness is, is also included in this. Um, when I'm building a Wayland deck, the first card I always try and put in there is housekeeping. Um, oh, so good. So uh, awesome. Every it's, time. It's every a time very it's fun card. And then for oh sentimental reasons, I, I, I'm still always trying to make the twins work. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, you got to yeah. you gotta do it. They're just there. And nice. uh, if, if you know me, you know why that's there. <laughs> Um, but, uh, but yeah, great, you know, great pick. Um, everything here is, I, I'm really, really glad that, that the, 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 the cutlery suite was combined all together in here rather than than Mm -hmm. spaced out. Um, you just have some very, very cool stuff that, that you can do that is very anarchy. Um, Mm -hmm. uh, again, one of, one of my favorite art cards and playing cards on the runner side, I, I think uh, Wanton Destruction was such yeah. a cool card when it came out. Yeah. So I mean, nice. you are really opening up uh, a lot of different stuff. You have very aggressive uh, style of of play here in, in Anarch, and you have the cool kind of like not so mainstreamy. Um, different styles of of things if you just want to experiment. 
um, with different manipulation of virus counters and, and all that other fun stuff. So yeah, great, mm-hmm. uh, great pick. I'm going to uh, bring up hive mind real quick. One hive mind, mm-hmm. super weird, but, uh, it does work pretty well with Darwin and that's in the oh. revised core set. Right. So, uh, oh. you got a little something there, but, uh, I'm going to make a prediction and they've advertised the Katara cycle coming out. It's going to be in Africa. It's going to be really neat. And they've advertised some focus on viruses, particularly for Anarchs. So I'm going to make a prediction. You heard it here first on Bad Publicity, that there's going to be a card that synergizes really well with Hivemind coming out in the Katara cycle. So just get it now. Just just hedge your bets and get it now. You'll love it. <laughs> nice. Cool. Sounds good. Oh, now it's back to me. Oh, gosh. Now i got to... Gotta pick one of these. All right. The well, number I said, two. The number two. Two, uh, two, two. I said I was going to focus on newer stuff so that I don't mm-hmm. have to run into rotation issues. So my number two pick mm-hmm. is going to be Earth's Scion. Mm. Ah, okay. Uh, so cool. Earth's Scion uh, came out, what, in like July, I'm going to say? Uh-huh. Somewhere around there. Um. And here's here's why I like it. Uh, particularly if you uh, are just getting into the game with a revised core set, uh, or you've got a core set but you want to maybe start going to meetups and stuff. Uh, the first card in the pack is Berserker, which is sort of a fixed-strength um, Anarch Barrier Breaker. Um, and it's not all that strong but it's maybe easier to use than Morningstar which is what you're stuck mm-hmm. with or if you only have the original core set but you want to go to meetups and you want your decks to be legal uh, Corroder is not legal anymore and you need a Fractor in that case so mm-hmm. at least Berserker gets you in the door there maybe you pick up 23 seconds and you use it with Null and, and now, you, now you got a little something, something going on mm-hmm. um this pack also has Rubicon Switch, which is the reusable criminal D-Res card. Uh, as in it's a hardware, and then you just keep it on the table, and you can hit the Rubicon button, and it flips over the rice. Um, mm. And that's really criminal's probably main way to deal with problematic ice, aside from like bypassing it with Fem. Mm. Um, so I think that's a really, excuse me, a really useful tool to have. Um, and then you've got some really fun shaper cards in Adjusted Matrix and Dedicated Processor, which you attach mm-hmm. to your icebreaker so they can like uh, break stuff uh, differently or more easily than you could have otherwise. Mm-hmm. Uh, dedicated Processor also gives you a boost strength ability, so maybe you use it with something like a Berserker or one of your fixed strength breakers, and that way they can actually uh-huh. they can pump. So, uh, and then Inversificator is a crazy good decoder, so mm. you love that. Um, mm-hmm. it, something that bothered me about the core sets was that the core set ID is personal evolution for Jinteki, mm-hmm. uh, which that in and of itself doesn't bother me. But like Chris, you were talking about earlier, uh, you can put in a bunch of these one point agendas to kind of maximize how much net damage your ID does. But if you don't have a full card pool, you don't have enough agendas to really use that to its fullest potential. So I always like recommending packs for new players that have Jinteki IDs, particularly ones that you can use in like a Jinteki Glacier, like a more traditional style. And so Ag Infusion is uh, probably one of the best Jinteki Glacier IDs uh, that exists. Yeah. Um, 
So, and then you also get Ben Musashi, which is kind of like a like a corset, uh, mm-hmm. you know, strong box for red herrings, but for Jinteki. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, great, uh, great include for the egg infusion. I mean, and we're already seeing how strong that can be w- with good showings at at the last worlds. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, you get a couple good ice in Authenticator, which is uh, a tagging ice that masquerades as an end the run ice uh, for NBN. And then you've got Battlement, which is, I mean, when it came out, I'm pretty sure all the, the veterans kind of complained about it because it's just a barrier that has two end the run subs on it. Um, I think it, it there's a couple niche cases where it's, it's probably better to have than like a wall of static, but you know, if, if your card pool is limited and you need more barriers, I think battlements there for you. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause otherwise you're just using it with uh, what is that? Armored servers is that agenda I brought up where you, it, right. you incur extra costs for breaking subs. So this has more mm-hmm. subs. Mm-hmm. Um, but more importantly, you've got um, audacity for Wayland, which mm-hmm. Alec back me up. This is some good stuff here. Dude, the Titan deck that I'm running right now is 2x Audacity, 2x Red Planet Couriers, because that stuff is so phenomenal when you're scoring Atlases out of hand, when you're using Biotic Labor plus Red Planet Couriers, you score anything you want. They're so cool cards. I just yeah. love them. They're so Wayland. Uh, Audacity in the, like, I can toss out my hand and still win. That's fine. Or the Red Planet <laughs> Couriers of, like, I've just got this combo to take over the world. Boom. It's my whole turn. <laughs> now I'm going to win. It's fantastic. Great. That's great, awesome. Great whaling cards. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. And then uh, here's, here's a little sneaky get that I love. Uh, I really like the ice owl. And uh, mm. we have a joke in my meta because there was like two weeks when I way overused owl and I put it in like way too many decks. And so now everyone's <laughs> like, owl, ban that. It's way too powerful. <laughs> but, um, but it's nice. a gear check ice. Basically, yeah. you can throw down an ice wall and you throw down your atlas and you're like, oh, if they have a barrier breaker, they can get in. But mm. if you put owl in front of that, they have to have the center breaker or else you bounce their barrier breaker back on top of their deck. They can't get in that turn, and then you score out. So really good uh, gear check ice, particularly if you don't have a lot of other options. So just everyone wins with the state pack. You know what I'm saying? Cool. Totally. Yeah, the other thing I got to say, which you briefly mentioned that I think is so fantastic, particularly for shapers, is I think these are some of the most shapery cards to come out in recent memory. Mm. The the mod subtype on them and the fact that you're like actually tinkering with your programs on the table is so thematic and awesome that if you love that aspect of being a shaper, these cards are perfect for that. Yes. Uh, here's something. Uh, Bamboo Dome is a strange upgrade that's in this box. I've never <laughs> used it. I don't know if you guys have ever used it. I have not. Uh-huh. What, what What is your opinion of this card? To me, it seems like a kind of a neat card filtering thing if you don't have other better ways to kind of do that i don't know Hmm. Uh, you know i i haven't really tried it much uh maybe in pe if you've got you know tricks traps and agendas you put something tempting on top of r&d and or you, you make it look like you put something tempting there I don't know. I think that plays to a very niche but very cool uh, play style of mm-hmm. where's the ball in the cups kind of thing. 
but sure sure yeah you know maybe yeah I, I think that um, when I look at something like that, I, I think it's – I always think it's cool, but the, I can never get it to, to pull off. I mean I, I never used precog like in old, old yeah. corset. So to me, like spending a click to look at some cards, I'm going to choose one, return some others in, in a fancy order. Like I, this mechanic has just never really worked in, in Jinteki, this this whole flushing stuff around and yeah. see what's I, I guess – I guess the dream is like right. You reveal three cards, and one of them's a snare, yeah. and then you just you just like draw the one that's like three down, and then you just keep the snare on top the whole time. But like, I don't know. As Corp, you don't really want to draw that much anyway. So like, uh, I don't know. yeah. Right. And I and I feel like I I think it would be a lot cooler if it was somehow triggered off turn. So it's like if they're running my. Um, HQ say I'm like oh hold on a second I'm gonna use this paid ability or something get uh, mm-hmm. look at three cards I I'm gonna pull a card from there put it in my hand is it that snare here you go and then you don't know. force them mm. to jack out but because I'm doing it on my turn I'm kind of like you know if you were to do it and I was playing you I'm like okay you just drew a card you know like mm-hmm. all right. My only thing that that could possibly convince me that this card is worth picking up for is if the player happened to pick up the data pack upstock and found the card mutate and went, "How could I make a mutate deck?" <laughs> oh wait, mutate. Yeah, deck. yeah. <laughs> That's there the you only go. case I can see for. <laughs> Dude, guys, I, I want to live the dream of evolving my Pokemon from Quandary. <laughs> To mutate it into an enigma and then mutate it into a conundrum, like that is something that's on my bucket list. There I don't you know go. when I'm going to do it. Quandary's rotated, but well, bamboo drum—that's the way you make there, it. There you go. There you go. Solid. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're coming to um, my number one pick here, fellas. Uh, so to recap, mm. I had your data and destiny big pox for. Um, obviously awesome reasons like Adam and um, the fun that you get with Apocalypse. Um, I have 23 seconds for Corporation Synergy with that box and um, some other cool little uh, flushing out cards. My number one pick that I feel like you should get, and I think I'm going to steal the thunder right from Alec, is uh, Escalation. Or I might steal oh, that's thunder cool. from everybody, maybe. Um, Not for me, but okay. that's a good pick. Uh, <laughs> that's, totally, that's totally what I was saving for the. Uh, go ahead. Go ahead. Right, nice. So this is this is your number one as well. Uh, well, it was gonna be. It, it, I can it can, pick you know what? Else. No, it can still be. I mean, we can still talk about the whole. You can thing find together. another one. <laughs> hey, uh, we we got to give people the value for watching. They got to get some different content. You go ahead. Go ahead. All right. So so the reason that you're you're, you're picking up escalation is basically just because find the truth is there what enough said close the case uh, alec what do you right. got for full plan is revealed <laughs> <laughs> it all makes sense now it's building the perfect atom deck <laughs> oh my god no okay, nice. so so what you're getting here is is obviously you're Throw getting it. find the truth which officially flushes out uh everything adam needs to to get that that cool final touch of deck building where you're now choosing directives that are starting in play. So Mm -hmm. awesome. Um, You are getting um, a a very cool Anarch style runner in in Omar. Um, Yeah. You're getting, you're getting a, um, 
decoder, um, which is the, the, your code gate breaker, that is pretty much going to be what you're going to see going forward um, in Black Orchestra. Um, I mean, obelisk, got... obelisk is a, is 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 cool, but I mean, it's not going to be the reason that you're you're picking this one up. It gives you an, an option at console yeah. if you if your only other option is the one that gives you brain damage for traces. Yeah. Mm. Um, uh, on on the flip side of things, the corporation side is basically what you're picking this up for. Um, flushing out uh this is where you're going to get the jinteki love from me at the top with uh mm. potential unleashed uh you saw what it can do at uh from a high level at worlds you're getting a amazing code gate in dna tracker and mm-hmm. um you're getting a unsung uh, Project Kusanagi, um, so good in PE, yeah, right? So go. good, and you know, flushing nice. out that uh, um, Jinteki thousand cut style. Um, mm. So, to me, every one of these Jinteki ones is is really cool. Um, but the fun on the corporation side doesn't stop there. You're getting really <laughs> neat and powerful stuff in um, Fairchild three uh, mm. zero. Might be the best ice in the game, and a very for value. Uh, it's phenomenal. Yeah. And you're getting a very unique operation in Arc Lockdown to be able to do some detrimental stuff to the corporation. Useful. Um but then you get into the awesomeness of this this uh whale inside of things here. You're getting mm-hmm. boom. You're getting boom. I mean Scorch got rotated from yeah. uh, from yeah. the core set. So you know, Never I've forget, already, man. yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, pulling off some synergy with stuff. I, I in in my last pack again, I didn't want to talk about it then, but um, the tie that binds the twenty three mm-hmm. seconds pulling hard hitting news together. Um, now you have the boom. Um, there you go. It, it's just very very iconic card that you don't want to miss out on. You, you obviously mm-hmm. want to be able to have boom because if if Either way, if you want to play damage or if damage becomes the way to go again, meet damage heavy stuff, um, mm-hmm. y- you don't want to be the guy that does not have boom. Um, mm-hmm. Super cool. It's it's really hard to build a sync deck and not want to include boom, like even just as a one of. Yeah. Because, I mean, you're doing what you want to do anyway with sync where you're just tagging the bazookas out of someone and then you just have a card in your deck that basically says like, yep, and I win. So... You know, hard to pass up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So and and uh, also on the other side here, um, you're getting two kind of cool current options with door to door. But to me, the big one that's bigger than that is the scarcity mm-hmm. of resources. Um, yeah. That <laughs> th- that's going to do work for you. Um, uh, arguably, the card that won worlds this past year. <laughs> Some would say that. Some would Some say. Would. Mm. <laughs> uh, you know, and then you also have service outage in this pack as a current, which I was gonna say like, oh yeah, that's huh. that's that's a cool econ denial uh, current, but the better econ denial current is also in this pack, which is scarcity. So <laughs> hard uh, to beat. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh, door to door is really good with making news, which is the core set and BNID. So Absolutely. if you really like to to punish your roommate or whoever you play this game with. And if you've already picked up data and destiny, like you suggested new Angeles soul, 
loves the flexibility of these currents. So that's a nice uh, synergy as well. Indeed. So that that's my number one. Um, cool, man. Uh, so mm-hmm. we have Data in Destiny, 23 seconds, and Escalation along with your um, core set. Um, again, um, my picks are giving you uh, a fun runner side and, and mm-hmm. with what you can pick up in the mini factions and then a very solid and competitive um, base for you to to be able to explore the corporation side with specifically nbn like you can buy just those things that you mentioned chris and have a, three different competitive nbn decks mm. just just with those purchases yeah mm. and i mean you can start to explore um potential unleashed with uh with with different stuff you know what you're not going to be able to maybe not get it to where it needs to be but you're going to have some fun with jinteki right uh so the potato nice. thing I got to interrupt and ask about it because maybe you guys are more plugged in than me, but like, Uh is it just that someone released a deck that was called potatoes unleashed? And so now we just call this ID potatoes. Like, is that just, yeah, it was an alt art card from uh, Worlds (laughs) two years ago. Uh, that, that came Uh over with, with the UK, with the UK guys, (sighs) the Brits, the British invasion with their potatoes. Yeah. (laughs) They know how to mean, I don't. Right. I don't know how it started over there. Uh, maybe someone in chat <laughs> will be able to flick it out. But uh, it was. Uh, it, it it came over. It, it was it was brought over. Mm-hmm. I had like three different people ask me about it World's Weekend, and I was like, I don't know. I don't get it. I think it's just that potential and potato are kind of similar. <laughs> like that's all I know. That is all I know. Potato. <laughs> nice. Uh, mm. All right. All right, Alex. Set and drum rolls. For your number one. A lot of pressure, but here it goes. Let me tell you guys. Uh, number three and number two, my uh, my picks there, Blood and Water and Order and Chaos. These speak more to my current interests and the cool kind of decks that I'm running, as well as a lot of cool options across the board. But for my number one, I took a completely different route to decide on this pack. <laughs> and it comes from my sense of nostalgia and my sense of excitement for the game of Netrunner. Because in my heart, what I really love about the game is the flavor and the theme. And for me, I got into the game right around Honor and Profit. I was doing this data pack thing. I was buying these data packs. I was like, oh, there's cool cards. Like, I can see how they're, like, building out the flavor of the world. And then the Sand Sand Cycle was announced. And I was like, oh, this is cool. Like, this is a whole, like, different universe flavor thing. And what I think they knocked out of the park with the Sand Sand Cycle was the thematic consistency between all the packs. It Absolutely. was unbelievable how they managed to capture the sense of place and that the packs really fit together from a thematic standpoint. And to me, nothing epitomizes that, like the transcendent nature of Breaker Bay. For me, mm. this pack stands out as one of the top packs for just thematic consistency and a bunch of awesome cards that are still relevant to this day. Breaker Bay has got some sweet cards on both sides for almost every faction, and I think it's well worth a pickup uh, for several reasons. So, as far as runners, I think they're pretty much all winners here. There are one or two duds, but on the whole, like, you really can't go wrong. Anarch-wise, Hacktivist Meeting, I think right now is the best Anarch current by a wide margin. Hmm. This thing is 
seen a three of in basically every Anarch deck I've built in the last couple months. It's phenomenally useful and high impact and really cheap. I love it. Uh, Off-campus apartment, I, I think, is a really cool card for a specific type of deck. If you've lot of, got a lot of cool connections, you're just powering away at those connections, of which there are several in the core set. This is a really sweet card. And then I think one of the best cards in the pack, it looks pretty innocent, but Career Fair, I think, defines criminals in a lot of ways. Like, mm. these days, it's a, it's a criminal card that makes a huge impact within the faction and outside the faction. Mm. Uh, I think it's just super phenomenal. And if you like criminal at I all, had, like... I had, this short, Fair is, I had this shortlisted because of this card. Yeah, Career Fair is, like, the card uh, for so many reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I just, like, if you're a Shaper, man, you just look at these Shaper cards. You get you get six Shaper cards, including an ID that was the ID of this last year's Worlds, uh, mm-hmm. Haley Kaplan, um, which I think, again, is a great flavor win and has a phenomenally good Shaper ability that really stands out as being that powering through your installing of cards getting this crazy whatever your game plan is set up quickly uh she just does it and she's really good at it uh the rest of the shaper cards here fill out different niches uh i think the game day plus beach party combo is really funny and there are decks that like that um the standout cards i think really apart from the id are comment and study guide i think these cards are not going to be in every Shaper deck, but the ones that they're in, they make a big difference. Uh, on the Corp side, uh, I think it's sort of 50-50 here, but the ones that are great are continue to be great. The suite of Turing, mm-hmm. Crick, Gutenberg, and Miramati, all of which have these positional ice effects, I think are really cool design, and by and large are still really impactful even to this day. Yeah, it's pretty, uh, it's yeah. pretty crazy to see that... Uh, um all in the same pack usually that that synergy yeah. is is not there so mm-hmm. awesome yep yep uh and then the last one i just want to give a shout out to is breaker bay grid i think this yeah. card in the right context in the right deck if you've got assets that are expensive to res your adonis or even maryland campaign the root if you're feeling saucy right yeah. there are combos there that are really really nice and uh i think breaker bay grid it single, was a single-handedly yeah. changed the game it did, yeah, because mm. it presented all these new economic options, and you had these HB decks that were just, you know, going to town <laughs> with free Eves and Adonises all day long. So like, powerful, this, lowering by this five. This pack came out ridiculous. I know, bananas, right? So for for that reason alone, like corp wise, this is also a really solid pack because every corp is getting at least one or two really sweet cards. Yep. So all in all, uh, Breaker Bay. Uh, it it was memorable when it came out, and I think it's still relevant to this day. So that's my number one pick. Uh, I guess Man. I'd like to give a shout out to to my one of my unsung cards. I, I always have liked Blacklist. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah. In the age of recursion, back in the day when this came out, um, yeah. this card, uh, you know, put behind a, a a piece or two of, of good ice was mm. stopping a lot of trick plays. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and there's, I mean, you used to be able to read game reports. And if, if I remember correctly, I think even, uh, you know, 
my buddy Sky, who's sitting in the chat here, um, he's done some crazy things with uh, being able to lock mm-hmm. out people with blacklist. So, uh, mm-hmm. you know, that's gonna that's an, a, a great addition, uh, cherry on the top for this this pack. Mm-hmm. Super uh, solid. I would I would say that Breaker Bay Grid is the original value town. So, oh, nice. See, because it's like, yeah, a man. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's really good. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Well done. Uh, all right. Well, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm going to change my, my top choice from Escalation. Uh, <laughs> good. Got to get the variety in Mix there. Mix it up. Hey. And there, there's so I, many good choices, too. I respect so like, that. Yeah. Yeah. Of yeah. course. Um, so, pre, uh, pre most wanted list 2.0. I I would have said, uh, what is this thing called? Uh, Blood money. Oh, but of course. <laughs> I don't like recommending packs that have two banned cards out of the twenty in them. Uh, yeah, it just, it just feels bad, you know. I agree. Uh, so uh, my top choice, re- just recap: I picked Terminal Directive as my big box. Uh, Earth Zion was my second pick, and we're gonna uh, complement that with Crimson Dust as my my number one pick. And it's the most recent data pack, so I think there's even some hidden gems in here that haven't quite been fully explored. Yeah. Yeah, just uh, uh, again to interject, uh, even if you people that were following the chat, this is the one I think when uh, Spags jumped in right away, he was like, Crimson Dust is a, mm-hmm. is a great like one-off yeah. pack to, to throw into a collection. Yeah. Yeah. Particularly for the corporation side, which if I had to pick between the two, I think I like playing corpse more than I do runners. So mm-hmm. call me the bad guy. But um, also, I just said oh, I don't like picking a pack that has two banned cards. Crimson Dust has one banned card, so it's not like a whole lot better. But <laughs> you know, I'll I'll, okay. I'll take what I can get. Yeah. Um, so on the runner side, you're getting a lot of kind of these niche pieces or toolbox cards. But then there's there's three that I want to talk about that are are particularly useful. And the first card in the pack is Mining Accident. Mm. Uh, since uh, Account Siphon has been removed from the game through uh, the revised core, uh, there's not a lot of economy denial stuff that runners can do aside from maybe like criminal derez effects. Uh, mining Accident's probably the best denial tool that runners have right now and um it's again one of those really fun cards to play with because you're giving your opponent in a choice kind of like a uh, steve cambridge if you will mm-hmm. got a real sophie's choice here you got to pay up to five credits uh... or i'll take a bad pub so uh and there's a joke about how i'm on bad publicity talking about it but i don't know what that joke uh, hey nice. um, also if, if you're a new player the there you go there you go check it off the list <laughs> invited back all right bingo uh if you're a new player and you've ever heard some, you, I'm sure you've heard some slang and you're like, I don't know what that is. What are, what are they talking about with the MCA and the, the PPO and the, what is this? Um, you might have heard of a card referred to as the turtle. Well, the turtle is in this data pack. It's, uh, there, I've heard three pronunciations. I say Aumakua, five syllables, because I think that sounds the most uh, Hawaiian, I guess. <laughs> Uh, I think most people just say Aumakua, or uh, sorry, most people say Amakua. Uh, I've also heard Amakwa, like three syllables. But anyway, oh. it's the turtle, and that's how you—that's how you don't have to say the actual name. 
but it's probably the best AI breaker that's out there. Um, there's cool counterplay. If you uh, follow Alex's suggestion, pick up Order and Chaos, then you get oh. your Cyberdex Virus Suite, so you can yeah. get rid of the turtle counters. Um, and then the other card that I, I think is actually pretty cool uh, is Corporate Defector. Whenever the Corp clicks to draw, you, they reveal that card. Um, nice. And that works really well with all the other Anarch tools that, that ditch cards out of their hand. Uh, we mentioned um, Alice earlier. We mentioned... Um, mm-hmm. The, what's the cool art, Chris, with the the wanton destruction? That's yeah. what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, corporate defector is pretty cool. But we got to talk about the corpse side of this pack because all yeah. the corpse win huge with mm-hmm. uh, with crimson dust. CFC excavation contract. Every new player, every new player wants to build an all Boyroids deck, and this is the agenda to put in that deck. Well, stronger together is the new core set ID, right? Yeah. So there you go. You got Boyroids. Make some right. money. Stronger yeah. together, also with this agenda, richer together. So good. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, MCA austerity policy. Mm. I'm gonna say I'm gonna make a claim is the new San San City Grid. It is the fast advance tool that other factions want to import. I love it in CTM. The mm. uh, the German und Nutzen deck uses uh, MCA and CTM. Um, you've got uh, obviously HB is gonna use it. I've seen it in Wayland. I've seen it in. Jinteki, like how else are you going to screw out these five for threes, man? Yeah. So, uh, MCA is a really great tempo card. You get Restore, which is like a more click efficient version of Archive Memories without being as broken as Friends on High Places. Mm-hmm. You got Breach Dome, which oh, is Best Friends. So with good. Potential mm-hmm. Unleashed. You, you also you love it in uh, PE. You can throw it in your Polana if you really want to, you know, mm-hmm. uh, throw people back. You got Sandstorm, which is. Uh, I actually think is is a great card. We don't see it a lot because it's it's kind of redundant with Ag Infusion's ability. Mm. Um, but if you want to build a deck like Ag Infusion, but not an Ag Infusion, Sandstorm is like Ag Infusion in, in an ice form. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, AR Enhanced Security is probably one of the strongest agendas we've seen in a while. Maybe one of the strongest three ones since like House of Knives. It's crazy good. Mm-hmm. Uh, it lets you do all kinds of asset shenanigans. Uh, priority construction, Alec. Man, that card came out of nowhere and has been freaking phenomenal. I can't tell you the number of times where I priority construct a mausolus onto a remote, slap an atlas in there and go, like, come at me, bro. <laughs> I'm, I'm ready to roll. Priority construction. Nailed it. It's a great um, card. It's so good. It's so good. Is it an Orion? Is it going to be a Hordum? Could be a wormhole. Maybe it doesn't even do anything yet. We don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, fract- and Fractal Threat Matrix is a Wayland-style defensive upgrade that people mm. haven't been using that much yet, but is really mm. good. It's really mm. good with Breaker Bay Grid, actually. So. Oh, combo! Think of that. Think of that. Mm, nice. uh, and then, and then Conundrum. You gotta love Conundrum because it's evolved Enigma. Yeah. So they're yeah. good. Why pain. not? Well, Red, nice. yeah, Red Sands definitely it ended on a good good note. I mean, I don't really have anything else to to add in there. I think you uh, you pretty mm. much ran the gambit from uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. from from top down. So I think that uh, I mean that's all to say about that one. Um, yeah. Some nice. some some weird ones that I I just want to let you guys know on things that I was kind of thinking about um, 
that I would have liked, mm-hmm. you know, maybe if I could pull some cards and sneak them in or borrow cards from friends or stuff like that, ones to mm. kind of watch out for. Um, if my runner side was a little more heavier, I know I had Anarch options in there, but um, uh, I, I, I used to like Smoke um, with Stealth. Mm. Um, so that's that's something to kind of look out for. Um, she's she's kind of cool for new players because um, I think that she, once you get set up, she kind of does what she needs to do with the stealth credits and the reoccurring credits. So I think she's a little easier to get into um, for new players uh, mm-hmm. other than trying to dive into some of what the combos that these Haley's kind of pull off. Um, my other one to kind of look out for would have been that was on the cutting room floor is liberated mind. Um, two, really two cards stand out in there for me, which is, uh, um, the turning wheel. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's really nice. getting that, that multi fact, uh, um, multi-access buildup is, is really kind of a crucial card going forward. Um, and also rebirth, um, guys don't forget Mm. about what rebirth can do so um that's going to be one that you might want to just kind of pick up on the side like later on after you've kind of learned this game after you've gone through all of these packs that we've talked about or whoever you know um has kind of given you the 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 best breakdown that fits your play style um Mm -hmm. so Look at rebirth because what you can do there from that surprise factor of switching your ID is is just really crazy. Um, yeah. So those, th- those you guys, are... do you guys remember when rebirth was spoiled and everyone was like, "What? What is this card? How can you? It's so bro- it's so over the top. How is that not broken?" Like, and it turns out it's like you know, it's just, it's it's fun. It's cool mm-hmm. in the right deck. It's yeah. good. Yeah. No yeah. doubt. Yeah. Oh. Nice. So yeah. So those are my uh, kind of like cutting room floor adventures mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. Alec, think... was there anything that that was on the, the cusp for you yeah so i the way i came up with this list is sort of going through all the packs and kind of counting out just like how many cards in each pack i consider to be memorable or notable or, or whatever else um and the two packs that you actually alluded to earlier when you were talking about Geist that if you like that style, actually have some really phenomenal cards across the board. Mm. It's a combination of the underway and business first. Mm. So getting those two packs together, you get a huge amount of value. You get both Armand Geist Walker and Tech Trader between the two mm. packs. Um, in the underway, other standouts include Street Peddler, which is phenomenal, Drive By, mm. which is phenomenal, Chameleon, which is super cool. And uh, Marcus Batty on the corpse side, which I think is an extremely relevant mm-hmm. runner card and introduces you to cool side games. Uh, on yeah. the corpse side, I think two of the most useful cards these days, uh, Disposable HQ, I think is pretty mm-hmm. underrated and I've been finding it really useful in my decks, uh, particularly to, to squirrel away those agendas. And then speaking of agendas, one of the most solid two-pointers in the game, you just slot it in any deck and you're feeling good, is Corporate Sales Team out of Business First Air. Yeah. Ooh, it's just like reliable money. You youngins. I've been disposable in HQing for the last year now. Come on. Oh, my gosh. You're so cool, Chris. I know. Nice. (laughs) 
yeah you know, my, welcome to the party <laughs> my problem is i'm too far ahead in the game mm, now that's like, right by the time people catch up i'm already on to the next thing right? <laughs> it's the bleeding edge, oh, bleeding nice. edge yeah. he's a netrunner hipster <laughs> yeah. nice um I want to bring up something. Oh, so my cutting room floor real quick was Blood Money, like I mentioned, because um, you still get Beth Kilrain Chang and Paperclip out of that. Yeah, oh, Paperclip. Uh, so good. Yeah. Which are, so it was really oh, hard good. to not mention that one as well. But, yeah. Yeah. Um, but most of the rest of the runner cards are either hot garbage or banned. So that's why yeah. I didn't bring it up. And then uh, on the corpse side, you get Special Report, which is a great flood tool and draw Super tool. Good. Uh, okay. And then some other, uh, you get Aiki and Fairchild 2, which are both great code gates. So, uh, oh, and Prysec, which is a great Whalen card that's actually mm. neutral. So, yeah. Um, nice. But I, I wanted to ask you guys a question. Uh, sure. Oftentimes, when people don't know what to recommend to new people, they say, pick up the deluxe boxes. Creation and control is the best. And they say that because specifically for the runner side, it has the holy trifecta of neutral cards same old mm. thing d- data cast dirty laundry mm. plus it plus it enables you to build like functioning modern shaper decks because it has same old thing or not same old thing a uh, self-modifying code uh mm. and then atman clone chip all yeah. these other great it, it, yeah it, it has been replaced on my list it was one of my my top picks back in the day for sure yeah mm. uh i'm gonna be counter to that and say that i don't think creation control is a good pickup for your money with the exception of like self-modifying code is really good (laughs) (laughs) but aside from that one card out of the whole box i actually don't think it's that great because i think there are serviceable runner economy cards bear with me serviceable runner economy cards that are not as good or as universally applicable as dirty laundry daily cast but more importantly if you have looked at the HP side of that box, it is it is a dumpster fire of cards. It is so bad. It, yeah. is, it is unfortunately bad. And they will have to do lots of, uh, I mean, like super-powered synergistic cards for Bioroids in order to like get some of those cards up to a playable level. Yeah. Like, Ichi 2 is good, but big. Heimdall 2 is fine, but huge. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bastion. We're getting a, a full bleed Bastion because that oh. there's one of that in Wolfie's CI deck. <laughs> nice. But like, but like, what else is there? That that whole you get Tears Hand Mind Layer. Like, what is this? Yeah, I mean, the HP was always um, the the suite of it was always mm-hmm. pretty poor. Um, basically, what you were buying for back in the day was um, the set of runner cards. Is you were getting your full. Um, clone chips you were getting admin mm-hmm. um, you were getting mm-hmm. um, the self-modifying code and you were getting your uh, neutral economy um, mm-hmm. with some also mm-hmm. some kind of like depends on the style you were going and what you needed some some other one-offs like um, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. feedback filter here or there um, mm-hmm. uh, the sca- or, or sorry scavenge as well um, because you needed to mm-hmm. like, uh, the, yeah, the 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 token cards like the dogs like lady and um yeah to be specifically able, lady to be yeah able to scavenge or to be able to scavenge a uh a, a femme fatale um so but i think that 
we're kind of moving away from that. And, and as certain mm-hmm. cards get so heavily put on um, restricted lists here, um, I almost wanted to recommend this box over the other box. Um, it, it, going with my head over my heart kind of thing um, mm. because of that same old thing, daily cast, dirty laundry. But what I couldn't do it was the IDs that is holding you back for a new player. A lot of the cool <laughs> things that you want to do as a new player is is see different styles and try new things. And it's the ID that makes the deck um, a different mm-hmm. for, uh, a different experience. Um, so what you're getting here is a lot of um, either poor or um, too complex for a new player. Um, mm-hmm. If I look at the runner side of things, um, exile is just not you know a, a good idea to play. Um, kit is is probably the best. ID. So yeah. out of six, you're getting, I think, one good one. Um, yeah. Professor mm-hmm. again is very is too hard. He's 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 uh, very niche. There's people that that can play him uh, and they can do it well, but a new player really should not be like um, trying to make something happen with the professor. Um, Plus, he only gets better as your card pool grows because then you have more options for programs. Yeah. So. <laughs> I think they've been right. saying that since they, since he's come out. <laughs> <laughs> um, One day, uh, custom biotics was just kind of again yeah. blah. Um, next design, you, you would think that that's going to be really good for a new player because you're getting that that um, uh, you know initial bonus of mm. starting with three ice out. But the problem is, is that as a new player, if you whiff you're not going to be able to play out of that hole that now you've created mm-hmm. for us since you've pretty much mm-hmm. turned off your ID ability and handicapped yourselves because of the lower influence cost. That is mm-hmm. when that ID came out, I, I, I tried so hard to make this thing work, but the 12 influence really handicapped it. Um, mm-hmm. So, and then, CI, you saw a CI can win worlds, but CI also has Mm -hmm. a learning curve that you're not going to be able to just buy this box and, you know, play to the same style that you have just seen players play to. So I, I, unfortunately I, I can't, like you said, I can't recommend a new player coming to, to this box anymore. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Wow, I thought it was going to be kind of controversial, but I got some backup on that. All right, all right. Yeah, no, I, I've got great points because there that used to be the the one to go to. Yeah. Yeah, and it's always kind of baffled me for exactly the reasons that you guys bring up, like kind of lackluster IDs and the HP side of the box is really hit or miss. Uh, despite this box having my favorite single card in the entire game of Netrunner being Escher, uh, Ooh, which I, I thought you were going to say cerebral. Freaking love. No, 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 no. Escher to me is like the ultimate cool Netrunner card that I never play and I never see play, but I think is phenomenal. Um, but yeah, I, uh, apart from what we've discussed, like there's not much else there, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um, so that's basically the rundown, I, I think, from top to bottom. Uh, unless you guys want anything uh, to add there, I'm pretty good. Um, 
most of the stuff was covered from the chat. So, you know, guys, thank you for participating mm-hmm. there and throwing your, your comments out. Uh, if you didn't get a chance to throw your, you know, your recommendations down in the comments below so people can find mm-hmm. them, uh, correlate them to this video. Um, anything to last minute polls? Uh, I would encourage players who are newer to the game to uh, feel welcome to come to either the Facebook group or the Reddit uh, those are probably two of the most active uh, online communities. And uh, say hi, say what's interesting to you about the game, and you can ask people for their opinions uh, about your specific interests. Like if you've got one idea or one faction that you really love that maybe we didn't focus as much on, uh, go ahead and ask people what they recommend, and they can point you in the right direction. And that can be a great place to start as well. Yep, yep. Uh, if you are not on the live stream and you're watching this in retrospect, then my uh, buying guide, which is up on BoardGameGeek, is in the description. So be sure to check that out. It's printed up like a, uh, it's formatted like a, a threefold pamphlet. So if you uh, are maybe a manager at a friendly local game store and you're trying to help new players with their purchases, just print it out and, and give it to them. And uh, the guys that I've done that with, they've really enjoyed it. Uh, I've also got an intro to deck building pamphlet uh, that's up on Board Game Geek, and uh, so check those out. And then, and then while I'm here, I got to give my my plug for my podcast, Shipment from Shiloh. Uh, you, you can find it on iTunes or uh, at shipmentfromshiloh.podomatic.com, and that's Shiloh with a C, C H I L O. Nice, awesome, so. uh, Graham. Again, thank you very much for uh, the contribution contributions there you go to the community (laughs) um putting these buying guides together it's overwhelming um to look at um a game like this the card pool that's there and and get somebody new into it or try and convince you know a a friend to buy into this which is pretty much a um could could potentially be a a monthly down payment on a car here um (laughs) you know or Depends on how many how many LCGs you're into. Man, <laughs> yeah, true. Uh, so yeah, yeah. so it, it's kind of unfeasible to grab everything at this at the uh, at the start unless um, uh, you you are lucky enough to uh, kind of pick up someone mm-hmm. who has kind of sell, selling it secondhand. But um, yeah, but you know what, Chris, I really enjoyed buying the packs one at a time because. Uh, you know, at first I was just buying a random pack like you would a booster pack and be like, oh, cool cards. And then I said, oh, you know, I really want an Anarch ID. And so then I would shop around mm-hmm. for specific packs. And then I'd say, oh, man, I really want this and I really want this. And so then I made my little shopping queue. And uh, uh, my friends joke with me because they're like, Graham, what what pack was uh, Lady in? And I'll be like, oh, yeah, that was all that remains, right? That was like the fifth pack of the Lunar Cycle. <laughs> and they're like, Graham, how do you know that off the top of your uh, head? Well, yeah. Because I bought them one at a time, man. So. Yeah, you know, and, and it's nice too because it kind of like you're a new player is at the point in the game right now where they can like decide what you want to play. There's there's really mm-hmm. enough content out there now that you can you can very well match a play style, and you can mm-hmm. pick and choose. I mean, all mm-hmm. of the lists are they're not spoiled now, but they're all, they're all well documented out there on, on, on various sites. You can see what card you need to complete it and just go out and buy that pack. You're not um, mm-hmm. opening a pack or, or chasing, you know, um, you, you know, the, the new pack fever, right. Um, mm-hmm. 
that will come as as we move on into the into the news cycles i'm sure all these people will, will get caught up and buy blindly the next data packs that come out but um yeah don't feel like mm-hmm. you need everything right from the start mm-hmm. you do not yeah, absolutely um again so yeah thank you graham appreciate that keep doing what thanks you're doing. guys and uh guys uh we will probably go into a break next week because of uh american thanksgiving um there's a mm-hmm. couple of americans on the show that uh, like to give thanks <laughs> at this time Hey-o. of year uh so we will we'll, we'll give them their days um <laughs> thanks the day, man the day after that if you're a new player in america maybe there's a black friday sale at one of your local game shops oh, and you'll be able to pick hey. up some of this recommended nice. uh purchase yeah. material then so that's there there it goes the tie-in for this time of year hey <laughs> got there uh Thank you very much for for sticking with us here and listening to this little end rant that's probably gone far (laughs) too long. Um, (laughs) We will catch you guys next time, and Graham will uh, be somewhere in your eardrums as you download his cast. Thanks, guys. Mm -hmm. We are out. See ya. See ya. Thanks for listening to the Bad Publicity Podcast. Join us for our live stream and video content at youtube.com slash bad publicity. And you can hit us up on social media or support us on Patreon. Links can be found in the show notes.